Welcome to the Property Portfolio Podcast with Mark Stokes and Nigel Green. Every week we inspire and guide you towards success in the world of property development, mentorship and fundraising. Before we jump into today's episode, a reminder to join us at equacademy.co.uk where you can gain free access to hundreds of videos and templates to help you on your property development journey. Well, a very warm welcome to the next episode of Property Portfolio Podcast. And this week, we're talking about one of the most crucial elements for any one of us, whether in business or in life in general, and that's a positive mindset. Something we're always focused on. It doesn't come naturally to others, but super crucial. I think you'll agree, Nigel. I would. And I, hi, Mark. How are you doing? Um, yeah, yeah, very much so. I think it's, it's super important. It's almost like the uh, the fuel of the engine, really, isn't it? You know, it's, it's so, so important to keep that absolute, you know, direction, North Star, um, you know, motivation, all those sorts of things, you know, to, to get your goals ultimately, you know, and, and, you know, it is, it is difficult in terms of, you know, where you are today and where you want to be. There's obviously a lot of effort that needs to be put in and you need that fuel to be able to drive you in that direction, Mark, don't you? Absolutely. And you just picked up two really important points there, having a North Star and, and goals, you know, having setting that vision, if you can lock, lock your mind, your focus, your energy, commitment, determination, and every one of those around you to achieving that, that North Star heading in that direction. I think we all know the, the path path takes you through. It's like tacking, isn't it? You know, a sailor never goes in one particular direction. They tack, but to get to that North Star and, uh, well, they use a North Star for guidance, of course. So, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that, and, and some people find visualization is, is really important. Um, yeah, yeah. Some people do it in words. Some people do it in, uh, in pictures and images on a wall. Yeah. Some even Nigel might even do it through a spreadsheet. You never know. It's, um, you never know. Each to their own. Probably all of the above in some cases. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 kind of tools do you use, Mark? What's your uh, what's your method? I I like to do a, a mind map. Um, yes, I'll have a spreadsheet sat behind it. Um, I tend not to personally go for pictures of of a car or a holiday or whatever. So it tends to be more of a mind map because won't surprise there's quite a lot of things uh, going on there. But that that works for me. I can keep that live. And and yourself, Nigel. Yeah, probably probably slightly different. I mean, I think this is just a demonstration of everybody's different. We're all creatures. We all have different habits and uh, motivations, don't we? And you know, for me, I I, I visualise quite a lot. Um, you know, in terms of the pictures. I mean, you know, I'm I'm looking just at the moment to buy buy some land, so I might just have a Google Earth, you know, with an outline of the land I want to buy. That that sort of thing. But uh, numbers you know, features very highly in my, my visualization and, um, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, the wealth dashboard and those sorts of things, I'm, I'm probably checking in with that most days, I would say, you know, as, as little tweaks and opportunities come around, you know, to, to connect in. But, but I think also what's really important, that's, that's kind of stage two. I think stage one is understanding what your why is, what, why, why are you doing this? You know, why are we not just sat in a, a nine to five job, um, you know, doing our corporate thing and, and, you know, moving on that way through life. And, and so that, that's quite important to me. Um, and, you know, I, I recall, um, 
you know, it's a great inspiration we got from actually one of our um, mentees, friends and business partners at the moment. And, you know, his his way of visualisation and, and defining that that why was writing a letter to himself. Um, um, but in kind of, imagine if you're in five years in the future, you're writing your let, letter to yourself and maybe your family members to explain the successes that you've had in life. And I, I took a lot of inspiration from that. And there's there's loads of techniques out there, Mark, isn't there? But, you know, I, I kind of align with it, to be honest, because having this individual read his letter to me, actually, it really connected with me emotionally as well. And, uh, you know, if you can get into that depth of, of drive, you know, I thought that, that could be for me. And I, I, I did the same. And uh, I read it to my family, you know, that sort of thing. And it, it's, it's hugely, hugely powerful, you know, those sort of techniques. But, yeah, fundamentally, they're, they're the, the methods that I use. Yeah. The, 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 some of the traits that we see over, I mean, we've, we've been mentoring people since well, late 90s, really. Um, but the, the traits of, of the ones that take action, they have the vision and that vision does change over time, doesn't it? It's all—it's about evolution because circumstances change. So don't be afraid of that. But those that actually take action, you know, start on that journey. I think one of the biggest regrets most people have aren't the things they do. It's the things they didn't do. Um, so, you know, one of the best pieces of advice I, I think uh, we could ever um, give you is to take action, make us start that old saying start with version one to get to version 10 it won't be perfect first time it doesn't have to be perfect first time but you're going to give it the best you can given the resources and the knowledge you've got um the ecker ida is a great example nigel i'm sure if you went back to version one and compare it to version 60 which which is out this week um you know they're, they're poles apart but version 60 would never have happened without version one would it Absolutely. And yeah, it's, it's taking that first step, isn't it? It's, um, you know, once, you, once you've got your, your why and your, um, you know, your, your, your North Star kind of set in place and you, you take that first step, you've just got to keep taking the next one and the next one and the next one. And eventually you'll get into a, you know, uh, a small jog and then eventually you'll be running. And that's, that's kind of how it works, isn't it? You know, so I, I think it's really important. And, and also, you know, we we find as we've as we've met some amazing people along this journey um, that things have to change because, you know, there's that that scenario. And somebody once said it to me, Nigel. If you, you know, if you if you've done what you've always done, you'll you'll get what you've always got. Yeah. So basically, that's saying if you just keep doing the same old same old, you just get the same old same old output. So something's got to change and. Whether that's you know in your direction, whether that's in your motivation, whether that's in your you know your your whole attitude to what you're doing, something has got to change. Otherwise, you're just going to be turning the handle every single day, and the output will be the same. Yeah. So, so I think it's 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 an important point that one for sure. Yeah. And, and and arguably, if you do what you've always done, you won't just get what you've always got. It'll actually degrade. Because you're not current, you're not keeping up with the time. So it's even worse than that. Yeah, um, and it, you know that starting with something and tweaking, evolving, we're, we're always making minor adjustments, aren't we? I remember seeing um, 
probably not the best example now, given some of the practices that were happening cycling, but David Brailsford and the team at Sky, they had that attitude that every day, if we can improve 0.01%, you know, those, those fine adjustments, tweaking, changing, um, that's how you create a high-performance culture. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I think good habits are a key part as well. Just make sure that you've got really good habits. We, we, I reflect, um, again, the visualization thing, um, just to help the audience. Um, over the years, I've been in construction for many years, as of you, Mark. Um, we know, don't we, that if we go onto a site, probably within the first minute or two, you'll get a very good impression of you know, how the sites run and probably the, the quality output. And it's, and it's all around the management of that site. If, if you walk onto a site and there's, there's bricks everywhere and the rubbish and, you know, they haven't tied it up and it's, you know, new, new operatives come into that particular site will go, well, they don't care about it, so neither should I. And it just gets worse and it gets worse and it gets worse, you know, over that, that period. And you won't be surprised to hear that the finished product is probably not that good either. It's just it becomes a, it becomes a culture. But you go to another site that's been managed like almost like a rod of iron. You know, you, you're checking in, you go through your briefing, you, everybody's checking, you got your PPE on, you know, the site's tidied systematically all through the day. You know, there's designated areas for, you know, storing materials. Um, you know, even in the canteen, you know, the, the mess facility is, <clears throat> is a clean daily, all these sorts of things. People will respect it. They'll step up probably consciously or even subconsciously consciously they'll step up and and conform you know and it's it's really really important to do that so you know i think good habits are really important in in mindset you know to keep um you know keep your diary make make sure it's systematic if you need you know a review point every every week, you know, just lock it into your diary, have that review point, no excuses, have it, you know, block it out. Um, you know, if, if you're, you've got to do your paperwork, well, make sure you do it either as and when it comes in, you know, it's a certain slot in the day or leave it to the end of the week and do it and block out some time, but be systematic, clear that desk, you know, clear that desk every week, you know, and, and probably a lot of us here are sat at our desks at this moment, you know, even listening listening to this, um, you know, this podcast and, you know, just take a look around, you know, could you do things better? That's the thing. And it, it just creates those really good habits and, um, you know, clears time and clears the mind as well. Yeah. And one of those great habits that we see from our mentees, the ones that really takes that action and really achieve are having a weekly check-in. Mm. You know, having the humility to understand that that little bit of support um, to hold somebody accountable, keep them true, remind them during the tough times, during a bit of choppy water where the right direction is. You know, that discipline is so important. And I mean, you come from a martial arts background, Nigel. Ever since the day I've met you, that word discipline has been imprinted in in everything you've done and, and said. And, you know, if you can combine great actions, evolutionary actions and discipline to keep those consistent. And there's another word, consistency. So important. Massively. You know, and think about this as well. There can't be any excuses, can there? There can't be any excuses because, you know, 
you know, we've all made a decision, you know, if, if we want to live our life, you know, and everybody's free to do so in a certain way, then that's, that's absolutely fine. But if you choose a different path, you can't make excuses. You've got to, the the term is an interesting term, Mark, they call it eat the frog, don't they? (laughs) You know, these, these kind of awkward, we were only talking about it this morning. These all really awkward conversations that you know you've got to have, or a phone call, a really tough convers- you know, phone call that you've got to have. And you, you know, you sort of ruminate on it maybe over a weekend and it kind of spoils your weekend because it's in the back of your head and you're thinking about it. And a Monday morning you make the phone call or have the conversation, and you go, actually, that that wasn't too bad at all. Yeah. <laughs> Eat the frog. Just get these things out of the way, you know just so you can keep moving forward because, you know, we, we don't want that mud to be too thick and you, we don't want you to get stuck in it. And, you know, as, as you say, Mark, the success that we've seen with mentees coming through, you know, our Equa Academy program, the, the real successes, you know, have been the people that are kind of relentless, really. They just keep going, keep going, you know, following the program, following the script, you know, they're, they're, these are the ones that are checking in every single, almost you could set your clock by yeah. the notes that come through on the WhatsApps. You know, five o'clock every Friday, bang, there's a whole list of everything I've done, everything I'm going to do, zero excuses, and they just get it done. And that, you know, and you know, and, and I applaud them really um, for that. And they've, they've seen life-changing results, which was actually what they came into the program to achieve. <laughs> so they've they've said to themselves, I'm going to make no excuses. I'm just going to get on with it. Because for a short period of time, <clears throat> be it, I'm just, I won't mention names, but be it, um, you know, one person that probably 18 months, 18 months in, you know, four or five deals in, you know, develop big development deals. You know, that person has changed um, their life and their life for their families probably forever for 18 months. And is, you know, is that the biggest sacrifice in the world, you know, or can you, could you keep putting excuses in the way to say, well, I couldn't do that because of this. And I couldn't do that because of that. Well, of course you can, anybody can do that, but this is where the mind and the North star and the aim and the goals have to really penetrate through, you know, to give that momentum. And, you know, we want we want the super fuel in the tank, don't we? We don't want just diesel, to be honest. You know. Yeah, high octane, absolutely, and that's the energy. Um, and another word for for excuses is reasons. You know, there's all that's overthinking, isn't it? And a reason is still an excuse. It's still something outside of your control. Um, you know, dispatch with those. And I think another another area is having having an abundance mindset. There is enough. You're enough. There's enough resources out there. There's enough money. You are good enough to achieve what you what your hearts desire, what you set out to achieve. Uh, I think time is something from an abundance perspective people sometimes suffer from. There's more than enough time, whether you're a millionaire, a billionaire, uh, or on down to your last dime, you've still got exactly the same amount of time, 168 hours each week, uh, 8,760 hours during the year. And let's just take a week, 168 hours a week. And let's assume you sleep seven hours a day. Yeah, it's 49. So you've still got 120-odd hours a week. Society says you should work for 
37 and a half hours, whatever it is, you know, 40 hours a week. Uh, but many people work many more hours than that for little pay. Um, you know, what could you achieve with 120 hours? And as, as you said, Nigel, if you can keep that momentum up for 18 months, how could that change your life for the future? And in doing that, it takes a certain amount of weeks, doesn't it? I think they say it takes 60 days to form great habits. If you can do that for 18 months and evolve those habits, and it just bec- you become intoxicated in it, it becomes part of you. And, the, and, it, and actually, it's a great feeling to blur the edges between work and, and family life as well. Why not bring the two together? You read your vision in front of your family. Both of our families are heavily involved in our businesses very supportive um and that adds more fuel to the fire doesn't it yeah yeah and i also think know yourself know yourself know um when you work the most effectively again we're all different okay so there's there's no script here at all we're all different and what we need to do is write our own script for ourselves and you know i personally um i work better um, early in the morning. That's just the way that I'm kind of wired up. So I, I tend to do my, get my emails out the way, you know, those sort of activities between the hours of 5.30 and 8 o'clock. But I've cleared the day. I've cleared the day. I've cleared my mind. And now I'm into the day, you know, that sort of scenario. I know people are different. My my, uh, my lovely wife, she, you know, she's more of a night person. So she, you know, she more effective at nighttime and we're all different. We are all different, but know yourself. You know, I, I kind of aspire to the Hispanic route. <laughs> so I like to, I like to wake up early, do me stuff, maybe have a, a little power nap, you know, just after lunch, that sort of thing. And then I'm kind of ready to go again, you know, and that works for me. And I, I've just found that but you kind of can't do that in the corporate world. Can you Mark? <laughs> you know, Nigel, what are you doing sleeping on your desk at one o'clock in the afternoon? You know, that sort of thing. And, and I think that's the point, isn't it? It's somebody else's culture yeah. stifles who you really are and who you want to be. Um, and as entrepreneurs, as business owners, uh, and, and just as people, why shouldn't we be in control and define the culture? You mentioned going on to your development site or walking into your business premises. You set that culture. That is your culture. Um, And we both know from experience over 30 years in running businesses, Nigel, if you don't grasp that nettle right from day one and you let that culture go or unsafe practices or whatever it may be, if you slightly lose control, it is a, a devil of a job to regain control and get that back. So hold that really true, really dear to you, um, and never let that too far away from you. You've got to take control. And, and that's where your, your ethos, your moral compass bearing, I mean, ours is based on the creation of shared value. We've seen, you know, around 30-odd countries around the world, we've seen um, the practices of the construction industry of, you know, if I want more, you're going to get less. That's in effect uh, how many business sectors work. But that creation of shared value, I mean, that's right at the heart of what we believe in in Equa across all of our businesses. Uh, it's lovely to be able to sustain those relationships. Now, that might not be for you, but 
that certainly that's right at the heart of our experiences with our investors and with uh, with other stakeholders. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I do. I do like a good quote, Nigel. Um, a quote from uh, General George Patton: "If everyone is thinking alike, then somebody isn't thinking." Um, and the relationship you and I have had for for many many years now, we're always challenging, aren't we? Challenging tradition. I mean, take when we left corporate life and. We didn't know about SaaS, but we decided we needed something different to what we've already got, which is you know pensions all over the place. Um, uh, and so we challenged tradition and we went and found. And every aspect of our personal wealth dashboard, our personal wealth economy, every day we challenge and we move forward in small increments. So I love that quote. If everybody is thinking alike, then somebody isn't thinking. If you're part of a crowd that isn't challenging you're probably going to get a little bit lazy. Mm-hmm. Have you have you had any particular standout inspirational books that you've you've read over the years? Is there what if you could name one? Um I know you've read quite a few, haven't you? And I have Yeah. Um I, I take a I take a a little bit from from everything. Um I I, I do like uh, uh, reading uh, Warren Buffett's books. Uh, I think he's got some really sound principles there. Um, uh, the Richest Man in Babylon is is a great book uh, as well. Um, but uh, I guess channeled into writing our, our own as well. You know, drawing from all those experiences uh, we've had. Anyone that springs to mind for you, Nigel? Well, yeah, I mean it's quite a common one, isn't it? The you know the infamous, I guess, the Rich Dad Poor Dad um, books were were great but you know I, I like listening to uh, you know the audio books as well um you know documentaries um you know those sort of things just uh you know I, i've just been uh listening to a couple of um you know ex sas servicemen you know and um you know the the torrid journey that those individuals have been through you know i, I find quite inspirational and can kind of you know slightly disconnected clearly but you know, I can see some of the, um, you know, the trials and tribulations that, you know, that um, uh, that those those people go through. You know, in in the in the face of fear and ultimate potentially death. You know, those sort of things and how their how their mind enables them to keep going and those sort of things and just quite wonderful. But there's there's so many inspirational books out there, isn't there? And I'm sure mm. I'm sure if we asked everybody to write stuff down, there'd be a long list. Um, but yeah. Really good you, you, you reminded me of one actually I read years ago and I've never forgot it I've, I've got it on my bookshelf behind me by a guy called Adam Ballinger and it's called The Quiet Soldier um, and he's just a regular guy got a regular job and he joined uh, the TASAS mm. and it was it was about the mindset the grit the determination having put in his shift and he'd done his 40 hours a week um, he then decided to embark on joining, I think it was two, three SES. Um, and that mental grit and determination to haul yourself out of bed at three in the morning, put on a, a Bergen, you know, run half a marathon, then have a shower, then go to work, probably on his bike. Um, and then doing the same in the evening, you know, just that determination and grit to achieve something. And I know from personal experience in some of the ultramarathon running that, that I did, it's it's not the finishing in front of a hundred thousand people at the London Marathon in front of Buckingham Palace that I found the most rewarding. It was 
that quiet contemplation, sat in the middle of a field with, you know, it's still dark, cup of tea in your hand. You've, the finishing line is two flags. And it's just that quiet contemplation of knowing you achieved your goal. Mm. It's not about broadcasting it everywhere. Um, and, you know, I guess you and I both share that trait. We're, we're not fantastic at celebrating the successes, are we? We'll, and that's why the youngsters in our business are so important because we'll focus on the 1% that we could have done a little bit better and and they're, they're gushing about the 99% that went really well. Yeah, you, you mean we, we beat ourselves up over the 1% that could have gone better. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and I think that's, that's kind of... I, I've met a lot of engineers in, in you know, in my career and uh, they tend to be of that mindset. <laughs> They're really zeroing in on the, the kind of, uh, the bit that could get better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Had, a, had a great call with one of our mentees um, last week um, and they're having a bit of a, a, a mindset uh, issue, a mind block on phoning commercial agents. Mm-hmm. And we just had a quick chat, it only took 10, 15 minutes. And, uh, and out of that, it was like, I know I need to. Um, so we set a target, right, in the next five days, you're going to call a commercial agent. And not only that, you're then going to drop a WhatsApp and tell me how it went. And uh, within three days, we got a, a note back, lovely note, to say, I've crossed the Rubicon, I've made the call. And do you know what? It wasn't that bad. Yeah. The person was almost human the other end of the phone, and we got on really well, and he's just sent me over a, a potential deal. Oh, wow. I mean, I mean, that lights our day up, doesn't it? When people overcome those challenges, we don't judge, just help, support, nurture. Yeah, and that's that's absolutely overthinking, isn't it? It's overthinking that moment, and it stifles action. That's the thing. So you don't overthink, you know, think. If, if there's a challenge and there's something to be done, then absolutely, you know, with a with that vein of due diligence and make sure the decision is right, but take action, just get it done, get it done. It's so, so important. And um, yeah, I'd, again, we, we see this every week, don't we? And, and the, these are the fundamentals of keeping you, you know, one step in, in front of the next, just keep moving forward, keep moving forward. And you know what? We're going to have bad days and we're going to have bad weeks. But this is why the accountability is really important and the check-ins are really important and the, you know, the cataloging of all the actions that you've actually achieved. And yeah, you've still had a bad week, but you've actually still achieved quite a lot of things. And the mind has a way of kind of cancelling out the good things and focusing on the things that didn't go too well. You know, so it's so that the documentation of you know the successes is is massively important for for people and and a a calm and a quiet reflection at the end of the month of what you've achieved in a month. And, you know, that's leaps and bounds forward, never mind one foot in front of the other. So re- really important. So it's that overthinking, just just be really careful of that. Um, you know, and it, it, as I say, if you just overthink too much, it will, it will stifle your, uh, your progress. It, it will. And if you could just do one thing like that every single week, and if you're listening to this now, get a pen, get your phone out and just type in just three things, three things in the next week that you're going to nail. You know what they are. You know what they are. Is it picking up the phone to somebody to resolve an issue? Uh, Is it picking up the phone to a commercial agent, finding a deal? Is it to a potential investor? Um, Have that conversation. So just write three things now 
and, and drop us a line. Drop us a line at, at Ecker Academy, uh, join the Facebook group, and tell us the three things and tell us what you've done about them. Um, that's the joy we have in seeing people change, and that leads to the transformation. And then the great habits, challenging tradition, moving forward, and we see some absolutely wonderful achievements. And those achievements need to be measured as well. And that's why we're so passionate about the personal wealth dashboard. You must be able to measure those incremental changes. Um, so our mentees you know, get a copy of all the elements that need to go into your personal wealth dashboard. We talked about that in the 13-week program recently. And Nigel, you referred to it earlier on. You know, I think we both will probably go into, it, it's the omnipresent spreadsheet on our laptop, isn't it? Every day, there's a slight tweak, slight change. Could be the utility meter reading right the way through to, you know, income or dividends coming in uh, into the bank. You know, all those little changes happen and they'll get you to the better place. Definitely, definitely. That's good. Great. Well, look, what a, what a great way to fire up um, for the week ahead. Hope you've really enjoyed this. Look, let's get energised. Let's eat that frog. Let's find out the challenges you've got and move forward. It's a positive mindset. It never changes. It, it evolves forward. You've got all those visions and, and, and goals there. Set them out there. You set those objectives out there. Set your challenges. Uh, achieve those goals. It's a great place to be. And that's where you'll be in control of your destiny. Another great episode, Nigel. Always great to chat these through. And uh, don't forget to tune in next week to another episode of Property Portfolio Podcast. Have a great week ahead. Thank you for listening to the Property Portfolio Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode and that it inspired you on the next leg of your journey. If you've got any questions or comments, why not reach out to us at our Facebook page, Equa Academy. Also, don't forget to register for free access to hundreds of property development videos and templates over at equaacademy.co.uk. And we'll see you in next week's episode. Thank you.